it's Mike here, and uh, guess who's back with the birds chirping in the background? Our friend from UncoverDC.com, Tracy Beans, is with us because there is news out of D.C., big news happening yesterday. Hello, Ms. Beans. Hello, good morning. I, I love the birds. I know I said it at the end of our discussion yesterday, but it makes me smile when I hear birds chirping. You know, people get up in the morning and they're so grumpy, but you can't be grumpy when birds are singing. It's just, it's a rule. It's like I'm Snow White walking through the forest. You know, I've <laughs> often had that same image of you on Long Island, like Snow White with bluebirds circling her head, chirping and just <laughs> making, making you happy. Tracy Beans, I wanted to talk to you today to pick your brain on what happened with uh, the Michael Flynn case. And before we get to that, I have a couple of clips I want to play for you. Uh, the first of which is Donald Trump, who reacted to the media when he heard the news of the uh, court, well, the, uh, the panel of judges who voted two to one to toss the suit, the DOJ action against Flynn. Here's Donald Trump. Very happy about General Flynn. He was treated horribly. He was treated very, very horribly by a group of very bad people. But what happened to General Flynn should never happen again in our country. He was persecuted. It seems that way. And then General Flynn apparently uh, called into at least one radio show, including Rush Limbaugh, to uh, explain his reaction. And what the decision today is really, it's a good thing for, for General Flynn. It's a good thing for me. It's a good thing for my family. But it's really a great a boost of confidence for the American people in our justice system. Now, Tracy Beans, General Flynn actually violated one of my major principles. He spoke about himself in the third person, which I, I would usually mock somebody who says that. Uh, yes, General Flynn, uh, you know, but I'm cutting him slack because yesterday appeared to me to be a monumental day in this persecution of General Flynn. Am I am I correct in that assumption? You are correct. But I think that like, you know, General Flynn as a concept has kind of personified how we all feel about being attacked. Um, he's kind of like a. Uh, group personification of what the, what the conservative side of things at least have felt like for years. Um, it, it, it was a landmark decision yesterday in a very unprecedented case, and it did give everybody hope that justice could still be done. I was in the middle of my podcast when it was announced, and I almost cried. It, I'm so happy that this decision came down the way it did. Now, the decision from a, an upper court telling the lower court, you have to throw this case out, but doesn't it didn't happen. It hasn't completely happened yet. Why, why isn't it just tossed out and Flynn allowed to go free and get on with his life? Cause the judge can actually do a couple different things. He can postpone this and see if the entire district court takes this up amongst themselves to debate it further in, a, in an entire panel. It's called on, on bank um, where the entire court takes it up to argue it uh, and decide on it after this decision comes down. I doubt that that will happen. And if it does happen, it won't go in the um, the judge's favor. That's almost certain. And then he can also appeal this, I believe, as well. Um, so he put a stay on all of the things that are going on in the other case, the the you know, the 
friend of the court briefs and the trial and the other hearings and all that. And now we have to just wait and see what he does. He can sign this thing and this can go away and he can eat his humble pie or he can continue to make problems. At the end of the day, the result will likely be the same. It seems like this is personal to this judge. It seems like he's got an ax to grind and uh, he's not given up. And and isn't there some mechanism by which an activist judge can be held to account? Yes. They also asked for, in their writ of mandamus, Sidney Powell also asked for the judge to be reassigned, and they denied that. They're giving him the opportunity to go ahead and do the right thing here, but she can also bring that back again and have the judge reassigned. Um, I think that his his standing Brady order, the order that orders the government to provide exculpatory information, even if there's already been a plea signed, has been really, really horrible for the bad guys. And I don't know what his connections are to any of those people. It doesn't seem like he's friends with any good ones. There's some rumblings. He's been a, a Clinton supporter. Really got people angry. And I don't know that he likes being out of favor with those people. This is so fascinating to me. There's there's actual personal politics in the background of this case. And in my opinion, again, it's only my opinion, not a lawyer. I did attend for 20 years the Judge Judy School of Law every day for um, uh, almost an hour. And so I do have some experience, but mostly in small claims court. But this feels like this has been a partisan persecution of Flynn in order to affect the Trump presidency. And uh, I it seems to, that the um, recently released notes from Peter Strzok that kind of tie Biden to this a little bit more may have been uh, a factor in the uh, in the two to one decision by these upper upper court. Is that true or was that decision already cast? No, I think that decision was already cast. However, those notes were declassified for release yesterday, right? And they were the most damning that we've gotten yet. Peter Strzok actually wrote down in his own handwriting that Joe Biden was the one who came up with the Logan Act violation angle himself personally. And he also wrote down that um, Obama wanted to make sure they picked the right people to investigate this. And Jim Comey apparently said there was nothing wrong with the calls with Kislyak. They were perfectly by the book. So, I mean, there's no reason to continue with the charade. And the other interesting question is, why was Peter Strzok in that very small meeting? Where did he get these handwritten notes from? Was he listening in? Was he physically there? We, we don't know the answer to that yet either, but it brings a whole new facet to what's going on here with this whole coup plot that is still ongoing today, if you ask me. Yeah, it sure, personally. it sure feels like that. It sure feels like now we have not only the exculpatory evidence with the notes that will exonerate Flynn, but it seems to drag Obama and Biden into this. And uh, for my money, I, I've only heard one news outlet cover what's going on here. It seems like CNN and MSNBC have completely avoided the topic because it brings in Biden number one, and it brings back Obama to this case. Uh, is is there any hope that there would be criminal action or do we have to wait for another report from a, an investigator? There will not be a report coming out of Durham. He's not there to write a report. He's there for, for you know, indictments if there are any criminal acts and to get to the bottom of what happened. Um, Barr has said he'll write something up for, for everybody, but I, I don't think that that's something that we should be really waiting on. I think we're more waiting on some some action, especially now we have Christopher Ray appearing yesterday saying that, you know, Kleinsmith, the attorney who altered the FISA 
the 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 email that that removed the fact that Carter Page was actually working for the CIA. He's no longer with the FBI, so he's been fired. At least we know that now, because up until yesterday, we didn't. Um, but there's action going on, and that's why even yesterday there was the the hearing with um, the lawyer that was in the Roger Stone case, and they were tarnishing Barr the entire hearing. It was all about how horribly political Attorney General Barr was, and that's to kind of taint the end result of the Durham investigation. So there's a lot going on underneath the surface of this, and it's it's definitely political. We're talking to Tracy Beans from UncoverDC.com, a place you should go to if you are a political wonk like many of us and you want to know what's going on because Tracy's got the uh, the straight scoop on it. And that's interesting to look at that hearing yesterday, the House hearing, which um, I, I was laughing because Louis Gohmert, one of my favorite people in the whole <laughs> wide world of politics, Louis Gohmert out of Texas was interrupting the hearing by pounding on his table like this constantly because they were allowing the people that were slamming bar to just go past the time limits. I've never seen anything like that. And I have to tell you, I kind of appreciated it. I appreciated it also. I went through that hearing. And if you notice, if you look closely, go back to it in the beginning, even when they're going through the rules and, and Nadler's reading off the rules, he has a puppet master behind him. He doesn't know what to say ever. These two guys run up to him and whisper in his ear and you can hear it. It's audible exactly what he is to say when he is to say it. So there Nadler is not really in charge there. It's somebody else in charge. I don't know who these people are, probably staffers of his, but this entire thing is a clown show. It's, it's absolutely embarrassing to watch. It really is. So I'm glad Gomer was tapping away because that was just it was excellent. Well, I, I have to correct you on one small thing. Uh, when we refer to the congressman from New York named Nadler, he's like a Batman villain in our minds. Yes, he is. So we call him the Nadler because he's not that, the Waddler. No, no. The Waddler somebody else. It's true, though. Oh, he okay. does waddle. But we call him the Nadler. Because he, he just, he, he's, well, I'm, I'm not going to get into it. I believe he flatlined two summers ago at that YMCA thing. That's for another day. Tracy Beans, you are a gem. I always appreciate you being here, making time for us. And uh, if you are interested in uh, being on top of what's going on in D.C. and the politics, you need to visit UncoverDC.com and see what Tracy's putting up there every single day. And maybe order yourself some of those Uncover DC socks. You know, all the cool <laughs> kids are wearing them. Thank you so much. <laughs>